Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. you press into the fight, right, the closer you get to the front line, the more of a fight it becomes. And the enemy likes to take advantage of that and say, now that you've really pressed in, now that you're suffering in it, the suffering is an indicator that you're doing things wrong. And a lot of times it's not. Suffering is not an indicator of failure. It feels like an indicator of failure, but it's not. Ever feel like the more you're following after God, the harder things get? The stack of bills gets higher, the medical diagnosis gets worse, the job falls through. You might think God is punishing you, but as Pastor David teaches in today's message, God may actually be training you to grow stronger and to know Him more deeply. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of John, chapter 14, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. In John 14, 12, Jesus said, Whoever believes in me will do the works that I'm doing and do even greater things because I'm going to the Father and sending the Spirit. He invites us to ask for more. There's so much adventure in that. He says that there are gifts that are on your heart if you want to grow in prophecy or tongues or administration or serving. or There's areas of building up the kingdom of God that are on your heart. He promises to move through you. He invites you to ask him for more. Now with that, I want to reiterate that he says we won't all have the same gifts. On the one hand, he says, sometimes you don't have because you don't ask. But at other times, he's like, maybe you don't have because it's not the thing he's called you to do. There are times for that. There's been some areas of the church that have emphasized certain gifts that, you know, if everyone is not prophesying and speaking in tongues, then then whoever's not is not saved or not a real member of the body. And he says in this passage really clearly, he's like, you don't all have the same gifts. The manifestations of the Spirit are different. In 1 Corinthians 12, he says, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? No, the hand is the hand, the foot is the foot. It's appropriate that the prophet is different from the administrator is different, right? There's different functions, different manifestations because the point is not the spectacle. His goal here is not that we would be focused on impressing other people, but that we are growing with him and that we're fulfilling the mission he's given of making disciples, meaning we tell people about Jesus, we're introducing people to Jesus and we're building up one another. That's the point of the gifts, In 1 Corinthians 13, he tells us, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I'm sounding brass, clanging cymbals. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and knowledge and have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, it's nothing. 
If I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love never fails, but prophecies will fail. Tongues will cease. Knowledge will vanish away, meaning the words of knowledge. Because right now we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect has come, then the partial will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And then again, now we see in a mirror dimly. But the day is coming when we'll see Jesus face to face. Now we know in part, but soon we will know him as we are known by him. What he's saying is the prophecy, the tongues, the the supernatural gifts are really helpful right now. But they're really helpful right now because we're in this season of partial. The truer thing, the primary thing, the thing that's going to continue on is the love relationship with Jesus and with one another. He says, faith, hope, and love abide, but the greatest is love. This is really about building up our relationship with him and our relationships with one another, building up each other. And so it's not to say that the gifts aren't really important, right? He's still saying here, 12, 13, 14, he's talking about how valuable these things are, what a gift it is that God will move through us. But we need to keep them in right perspective. We need them to be founded on relationship with him, not to impress people, not to prove something to ourselves, but to grow in the things that he's called us to and to enjoy the goodness that he'll work through us. Repeatedly in the scripture, he gives us examples of people laying hands on one another, believers laying hands on one another, to receive the baptism, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When you trust in Jesus, he fills you, but there is a difference of him overflowing that he talks about, that we can pursue to continually be being filled with him. Not to prove anything, not to impress people, but just to grow in all that he has for us. That brings us to the last point. He says, he will confirm you to the end. He'll train you. He'll perfect you. He's going to keep doing that until the day we're face to face with him. And I wrestle to believe that a lot of times, honestly. Like I wrestle to relax into that. But he makes that point so often that we can trust him to confirm us to perfect us. He said it here in 1 Corinthians 1, God will confirm you to the end. God is faithful. In Philippians 1, 6, he says, he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And in Philippians 3, 12, Paul says, I have not already attained, right? I am not already perfect, but I press on that I may lay hold of the thing for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. He says, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. Let us have the mind of, I'm going to press on to lay hold of what he has for me. Lay hold of Jesus. And if in anything you think otherwise, he says, he'll reveal it to you. If there's areas where your mind is not actually set on him, he says, he'll reveal it. He's going to train you. He's going to teach you. And so we can kind of relax into that as we're pursuing more of him. We can trust that he will teach us. Now, with that, right, the teaching, the training can be challenging, can be painful. And so when it gets like that, we have to remember where it's coming from, that his desire is not to crush us, but to train us, to make us stronger. And that what he has in view is the eternal reward, the eternal goodness that he has for us. So sometimes you're not going to see that result right away. He's playing a long game and the training it requires us a lot of times to shift our perspective to his. 
In Isaiah 42, verse 3, he reminds us that a bruised reed he will not break. A faintly burning wick, you know, the the candle that's almost gone out. He says he's not going to put it out. When it feels like you're crushed and bruised and about to go out, he's not looking to put you out. He's looking to train you. He's looking to keep you going. In Proverbs 3.11, he says, Dear friend, don't resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that he corrects. A father's delight is behind all this. I want to make an important note here that just lately he's been speaking to me about the fact that in the training, a lot of times the, the enemy will try to interpret God's heart for you. He'll interpret the training for you. He says, right, he tells us he will discipline you. He will instruct you, but it's because his delight is behind it. But you find yourself in a place where you're being challenged into the higher harder things of obedience and the the thing that's in your head is not a father's delight is behind all of this it's what did I do wrong to deserve this or God doesn't care about me you know or just shame there's these things that come in and I, I think he wants us to be warned about that because again I do think he's calling us into a more intentional season to deeper connection with him and deeper obedience, faithfulness to the things he's, to the mission that he's given us. And that gets painful. The more you press into the fight, right? The closer you get to the front line, the more of a fight it becomes. And the enemy likes to take advantage of that and say, now that you've really pressed in, now that you're suffering in it, the suffering is an indicator that you're doing things wrong. And a lot of times it's not. Suffering is not an indicator of failure. It feels like an indicator of failure, but it's not. Suffering is actually promised to us as we are more and more obedient. So I think as he's calling us into this of pressing in for more of him, we need to be more guarded against the lies of the enemy to recognize that he will try to interpret our pain for us in a way that's not true. We need to hold on to who God really is. That's why we need the fellowship. We need to know his character, to have the substance to hold fast. for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in 1 Corinthians when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We meet at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 305 531 
2730. When you call, please let us know how we can be praying for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.